What's up, my listening friend? Welcome to episode 105 of the Yours Truly podcast. I don't know if you can hear it right now, but there is something flying over my home (laughs) that is rather loud. It's like a plane or maybe a helicopter of some sort, but I think it's gone now. But if you heard a, a loud buzzing sound a moment ago as I was coming on, That would be the reason. Perks of living near the nation's capital where like a thousand airports and, you know, things are flying into day in and day out. But if you are new to our show, to the Yours Truly podcast, I am truly glad that you are here. My name is Claire Tuning. I am a non-diet registered dietitian and certified intuitive eating counselor. Uh, You can call me Claire. You can call me Yours Truly, whatever you would like to. But on today's episode of the podcast, I am so excited to share a client spotlight episode. So if you're a repeat or a returning listener to the show, you know that maybe every couple of months, something along those lines, I like to feature some of the words, the lived experiences of some of my graduated clients who I have had the pleasure and the privilege of working with one-on-one who are willing to share a little bit of their story and again, some of their lived experience for individuals like yourself to hear and learn from and maybe even see a little bit of yourself in. There goes another plane. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear it, but I'm so excited to share this client spotlight interview with you here in a moment. But before I get ahead of myself, we have to pause for a moment to insert our Yours Truly Goal Slayer featured post of the week. So if you are new around here, the Yours Truly Goal Slayers is a free private Facebook community that I host and I run. It's filled with individuals who are learning more about intuitive eating. It's filled with my past and my current clients and really just anyone who's looking to gather a little bit of support and community in a group setting. So I'll tell you a little bit more about how to join here in a moment, but this post is going to be dedicated to all of the teachers out there who are navigating this school year that looks so crazy different than how school years and just the world in general has looked in the past. I'm recording this at the end of August. This will come out a little bit later in September, so I can't necessarily speak to what the climate around schooling and COVID-19 will look like at the time when this comes out, but want to give a big shout out to all the teachers that are out there doing the thing, wearing face masks all day, chasing around kids, you know, educating, teaching, and doing your job. Um, Wow, (laughs) that is all I have to say. I cannot even imagine, so thank you. But this post comes from a teacher, as you might have imagined, and she writes, so I'm an elementary school teacher, and this is the first back-to-school season that I haven't felt like a failure of a human being for eating more than I do over the summer. Every time those feelings creep in, I am now able to argue back like, um, it's actually pretty okay to need more food right now because I'm spending eight hours a day chasing around tiny humans. I'm surviving on snacks and caffeine. And then she has a little emoji that's kind of like the one sweat droplet. <laughs> kind of, I view that as like the uneasy, anxious, like barely sliding by type of emoji, if you know what I mean. But I just wanted to take this moment to, to point out to not only thank our teachers and everyone who is navigating this 
weird and interesting and unconventional back to school season, but also to take a moment and point out something that she said. She says, now every time those feelings of maybe I shouldn't eat or I'm bad for eating more, or I should feel guilty, you know, all of those food police type feelings creep in, she's now able to pause for a moment and say, well, it actually makes sense that I might need a little bit more fuel on a regular basis now than I did over the summer because my schedule looks different. I'm chasing around tiny humans for eight hours a day and I can't speak for personal experience because I don't do this, but I can imagine that takes a fair amount of energy. So if you are in a situation and a season of life right now where maybe your schedule, your life looks a little bit different from how it did a month ago, a year ago, I know all of our lives look different than they did a year ago, (laughs) but if your life looks different right now than it has in the past and you're feeling like your eating patterns, your schedule, your hunger cues are different as a result, Instead of questioning that and saying, should I really be eating more? Is this okay? Should I feel guilty? Instead of going down that rabbit hole of questioning yourself, what might it feel like to ask, well, in what ways might it be true that the signals my body are sending me or the signals my body is sending me are, is, words are hard guys, you know what I mean. How could it be true that the signals my body are sending me are true? they're valid, they are reflective of the amount of energy that I need. And again, I'll add this with a little caveat of if you're not eating enough and if you haven't been eating enough, the signals that your body is sending you right now probably aren't reflective of your needs. And that is a conversation to have with your support team, with your dietitian, with your recovery team, whatever that looks like on an individual level. But if you're having an experience right now with your cues where they are a little bit stronger, they are coming more regularly, you're feeling the need to eat more, again, instead of questioning yourself and second guessing that, asking, how could it be true? How can I lean into trusting my body and giving it the fuel that it needs now that my life looks like X instead of Y, like it did a couple of months ago? So I just wanted to feature this post again to, th- to say thank you to our teachers and to say if you are in an experience right now that feels different, try to give your body the benefit of the doubt because your body does not send you hunger signals for no reason. When your body is sending you those signals, it is asking you for fuel. It needs something from you. Your body is very wise and smart and calculated. I can promise you it does not send you signals for no reason. It sends you signals because it needs help from you. It needs support in order to keep you strong and healthy and thriving and chasing around tiny humans for eight hours a day if you are a teacher. So if you are hearing or listening to me rattle off this post and share some of this stuff and you're thinking, wow, I would love to be in a community that talks about things like this, where we're celebrating the fact that, yeah, I need to eat more sometimes and that's okay. Or maybe you're just interested in learning more about intuitive eating or having a community to support you and to share and to do all the things with, then I would love for you to come join us in our Your Shoe Legal Slayer private 
Facebook community. The only thing you need to do to join is find the application, fill it out, and submit it so I can learn a little bit about you and you can learn some of the ground rules that we follow as a community to keep the page and the community as safe and as uplifting as possible for everyone involved. So there are two ways you can find this application. You can visit my website. That's clairetuning.com community. Again, clairetuning.com slash community. You can find the app there, or if you're on Instagram or on TikTok, you can find me at Claire Tuning, and the link to this application is in my bio, and you'll easily be able to find it there. So if you're not already hanging out with us, I hope to hear from you and see you there soon in our virtual space. But without further ado, da, 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 we are diving into this client spotlight episode. The name of my client here, and I have full permission to share this. She signed off on this. She was like, yes, let's talk and let's share my message. She was so kind and very open in taking the time to do this. But her name is Kelly. And as you will hear from her story, she has so much to share and intuitive eating has been helpful for her in more ways than one. Um, Kelly and I started working together. Let's see. I guess when this episode comes out mid-September, we it'll be about our year university. Year university. Good job, Claire. Year anniversary. <laughs> there we go. I think I was thinking too much about the teachers. That's why university was on my mind. But it'll almost be our year anniversary. I believe we started working together in October of 2019, and Kelly graduated from one-on-one -on -one coaching with yours truly um, a couple of months ago a little bit earlier here in the summer so we had a decent amount like eight nine ten somewhere in there months together along this journey filled with unlearning and relearning and lots of laughs as you will hear Kelly has a wonderful personality she was incredible to work with and was incredible to speak to every single time and I couldn't be more excited that you are here to hear a little bit of her story and her lived experience so without further ado here is my conversation with graduated client, Kelly. We are here with another client spotlight episode. I'm sitting camera to camera with a now graduated client named Kelly. Hi, Kelly. Hello. <laughs> We uh, we just finished our final one-on-one -on -one call as a team like five minutes ago. So how does it feel to be graduated for five minutes? Are you hanging in there? <laughs> I'm hanging in there. It's, it's really exciting. I think I've told you before when you said, hey, I think you're ready to graduate. It really was like, no, but wait, I've I've not finished anything like this before. So how does that work? So it's exciting. Yeah. Well, I am excited that you're excited. As I've shared before, I think graduation is always a bittersweet moment. It's like, yes, I've learned the tools that I need to move forward on my own. And at the same time, we will miss talking on a biweekly basis for sure. <laughs> but we know mm -hmm. that anyone who works with a coach is not meant to work with that coach for life or else the coach wouldn't be doing his or her job, right? So right. I'm really excited to connect with you here on our Client Spotlight series. So thank you so much, first and foremost, for being willing to jump on and share a little bit of your story with anyone who might be 
wanting to learn about intuitive eating or learn from the lived experience from someone who has been on this journey. So my first question for you, Kelly, is where were you before you and I started working together as a team? Okay, so to answer this, I'm going to back up because I want to give you the whole picture. Um, but I think um, in my life, I was one of those people who I feel like um, had tried every diet, I think from a very early age, tried everything, you know, always going on to the next diet. Um, I feel like you name it, I've tried it even I don't even think I had told you to the point where we lived in California for a while. And I was on a reality show that aired on TLC <laughs> for weight loss. <laughs> Not know that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so uh, just tried everything. I mean, everything to the point where finally, um, about 11 years ago, I went and had gastric bypass. And of course, was successful with that for a while, but then, you know, started gaining the weight back. And so it just was creeping back and creeping back. And I was getting to where I was like, Oh, gosh, you know, here we go, it's coming back. And I had really hoped and thought that was my key to stop dieting, like that was going to be the answer. And um, as we see, it wasn't, it wasn't, and I was gaining the weight back. And so I finally thought, and I couldn't at that time in my head, I just thought, gosh, it's weird. I can't, usually I can get up the energy and find the next diet and, you know, really get into it. And I just thought, I, I can't get the energy to do this again. I can't. And so I thought, well, I'm just going to have to do this the hard way. And I thought I'm going to look this up. And I, um, I thought, well, I, I can look at it now and say, you know, I think I have disordered eating, you know, I, I can't control what I eat to the point where I had to surgically alter my body. And I still, that still didn't work for me. So I'm going to call this disordered eating. So I Googled my town and eating disorder and dietitian and the dietitian came up and I thought, all right, I'm going to go do this. And it's going to be tracking macros and download the fitness pal app and, you know, calories in calories out and the little models of food. I thought I'm just, just going to have to do it. And um, I kind of lucked out and in going to see her, um, she was an intuitive eating dietitian and she kind of introduced me to it. Mm -hmm. um, just the idea of no food is good or bad. Um, just really the basics, kind of opening my eyes to it. And then we, a couple of visits, and the first visit was like, you know, no, we're not going to track anything, you know, just kind of opening my eyes to that. And, you know, how about add some carbs back? Let's, you know, kind of baby steps into this. And then a couple visits later, I said, okay, I need a weight goal. I, you know, I need to start tracking this. I'm a data person. Like I need to be weighing in and, you know, what's my goal weight? And she was like, okay, hold up. That's, that's not a thing. And she explained to me like intuitive eating, it's, it's not about weight loss and that might happen. It might not, but you know what, that's way down here on this list of, of things we're going to talk about. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that was when I really kind of realized, you know, and was introduced to, Hey, you know what, you're okay. You're not going to try and lose weight here. And it was a tough meeting. I think I sat there and cried. It was really upsetting to me. Um, and then I was meeting with her, but then kind of some insurance things, insurance was paying for it and there were some problems and I couldn't keep meeting with her financially. So I stopped, but I thought, you know what, there's so many resources out there. So I started listening to every podcast and every, um, you know, Instagram I could see about intuitive eating and all of that. And that's how I found you. And so I think when I found you, 
Um, I knew a little bit about intuitive eating, um, but I still was in a place where I needed to learn a lot. Um, pretty, I, I still was feeling like I don't have the energy to do this. I can't do this anymore. I don't know. You know, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. It kind of sounds like after hearing you describe and share, and it's great for me to rehear that story because I know you shared that with me when we first started working together, but I love kind of hopping into the time machine and, and going back in time. What is it? Like nine, 10 months now? That was a while ago, yeah. but it kind of sounds like for you, the seed had been planted. And something mm -hmm. that I always say about intuitive eating or, or this approach to health in general is once you hear it, or once you see it, you can't unhear it and you can't unsee yeah. it. And you oftentimes really feel pulled and compelled to keep learning more. So um, speaking of learning, there's my transition that we'll use to question two. So I know this next question is going to be a bit of a loaded one, as we've kind of <laughs> talked about before we hit record, but something that I'm always really curious to know from any client who I have ever had the opportunity to work with is what is one of the biggest lessons or things that you've learned or that you're taking away from our time together as a team? Okay. I love this question, but I also hate it because I feel like I just want to sit and, and list all the great things I've learned. Um, but I know I can't do that today. Um, but I will say, you know, as we visited before, uh, one of the biggest things I learned was just, um, and I'm going to explain a little bit, um, that I am smart enough and my body is smart enough, um, to make choices about food and when and what to eat. Mm -hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that just sounds like a really easy thing, like, oh, I'm smart enough in my body, but it's such a big thing to learn um, because having engaged in diet culture from such an early age and for so long on, I think once you buy into the diet culture and you start participating in it, you're number one saying like, um, I'm not okay. There's something wrong with myself and I'm going to fix it. I need to fix it. And I need to do this. So you've got this layer of um, low self-esteem. And you're trying to fix it. So you engage in this diet culture, which is like, oh, you're right. And let's fix it. And here's how to do it. You need to do these things. Mm -hmm. And you might be successful. Well, but then you're not. So then you've got your low self-esteem. Then you've got, you know, the diet culture saying, well, this is how you fix it. Oh, well, you didn't do it. Ew. Well, you don't have the discipline or the willpower or you just didn't do it right. And so you're feeling like a failure and you're feeling ashamed and it just kind of keeps wrapping in and it just ends up being to what I kind of, it's like just, I think of as this low level hum of anxiety through your whole day. It's always there. You're always walking into every situation with this um, number one, low self-esteem, self-consciousness. I Something's wrong with me and I'm trying to fix it, but I can't. And people are going to think badly of me. Plus you're struggling in your head with, well, I'm hungry. And after this meeting, we're going to go to lunch and what should I order? Because they're going to be, you know, like this constant battle in your head and feeling bad about yourself. And meanwhile, there's this whole meeting or birthday party or something going on that you're not engaged in. And so to go through this journey and to learn like, you know what? Oh my gosh. Number one, you're okay. You're fine. You're, you know, Number two, you are smart enough and your body is smart enough to make those food choices. Like it just takes all that away. And so you can sit there and that low level of anxiety and self-hatred is gone. And so you can 
sit and enjoy your birthday party, be plugged into your meeting or, um, you know, it's a, and we talked about it. It's like quitting a part-time job. It's like freeing up all this mental space. And so instead of being engaged in that, you can think, okay, instead of worrying about what everyone's thinking about me, like last night, my son had a baseball game. And typically I would sit there and like go to the back of the bleachers and sit there and park. And you know what, for a game or even two, sometimes I'm not leaving because people are going to look at me and they're going to judge me and worried about food, I can sit and enjoy my son's baseball game and the weather is perfect and look at there he is. And um, so in saying I have a better relationship with food, that's a great thing and amazing. I didn't think I could make it there, but it affects like your whole life. It just affects all the other areas because you have all this mental space. So um, that's one thing I've learned. <laughs> I love it. You did a beautiful job of taking that really tough and very loaded question and boiling it down to a couple of really important things. And two, uh -huh. I know we were talking about this before we hit record, but I think a lot of people come into this process or they start working with a dietitian and they're thinking, kind of like you were saying, it's just about the food, right? And that's uh -huh. great to have a great and a healthy relationship with food, but also what you learn in mending your relationship with food often serves many other areas of your life. I can imagine, especially if you're a mom or a parent, right? I'm not that myself, but I can just imagine being present and role modeling what it's like to have a fun and a healthy and a nourished relationship with food is great for you, but also for everyone in your household. So mm -hmm. the final question that I have for you here, since you have been on this journey for, again, I'm not great at mental math, but it's been like nine, <laughs> 10 months, I think, mm -hmm. something along those lines, who might you recommend a process like this for, or maybe even what are some words of advice or words of wisdom that you have? for someone who's thinking about intuitive eating, they're not quite sure yet, just what might you say to someone who is in the shoes that you were in at the beginning of this process? Um, well, I would recommend this for everyone. I feel like it needs to be shouted from the rooftops. Um, but specifically, if, if you're a person that, if you feel like you don't have a healthy relationship with food, or if you feel like... Um, food has any kind of power over you. Like if I had a bowl of M&Ms in my house, I just would be thinking about it and I've got to go have some, and but I shouldn't. Like if you feel like you don't have a good relationship with food, just give this a try. I, I never would have thought I could be in this spot where I am where I have candy in this house and I forget about it sometimes. It's amazing to me. And um, especially like you said, a parent, um, I don't know if I can swear on this, thing but and I won't but there was a meme on on one of my Facebook pages that said let's not pass this stuff on to the next generation like mm -hmm. I love that I have this I can hopefully pass a better relationship with food on down to my kids um so that they can start out with a better they're not fighting this they're not 47 years old going oh my gosh I can sit and be plugged into this birthday party and you know not be worried about food like, there's so many bigger things in this world to be worried about than what am I going to have for lunch? You know? So, yeah. um, I don't know if that answers that everybody. Is, that is but. a perfect answer to the question. And I, I'm hoping, and I know too, when people hear and they listen back, I can imagine maybe some people are sitting there nodding their heads saying, 
that's me <laughs> or yeah. resonates with me or, you know, what she's saying really hits home to go along with our uh, baseball theme. Right. So yeah. <laughs> we have to end it on a pun because there is no other yours, Julie. Way. So Kelly, thank you so, so much for being willing to not only allow me to, to be on your journey and have a part of this, but also to be willing to share a little bit of your process and your story. I have no doubt that someone who is listening out there right now will be helped and encouraged by what you have to share. So that is all that we have on this client spotlight episode. Thank you everyone for tuning in and we'll see you back on the next one. And that's a wrap for episode 105 here of our show. Thank you so much for tuning in and a really big shout out and a thank you to my past client, Kelly, who you just heard from. Kelly, it was a pleasure getting to know you and to work with you and to have a space alongside you in your journey. And again, thank you for being willing and open to share a little bit of your experience and your journey for listeners the pod to hear. So speaking of listeners of the pod, if you are still here, if you're sticking with me to the end, I would be so incredibly grateful if you could tap those five stars and maybe leave a review as well. Let me know what you love about the show, what you're learning, any suggestions that you have for the future. I am all ears and always open to figuring out how I can make this show more helpful and beneficial to you who come back every week and choose to be here with me. So let me know, leave me those ratings, leave me those reviews. If you want to screenshot the show and share it to your social media feed, give me a tag at Claire Tuning. Let me know that you are listening. Again, would be incredibly grateful if you were to take the time and do that. But if not, that's cool too. I am so appreciative that you have been here. And as always, I will be back next Wednesday with a new episode of our show. But until then, take care. Drink your water, eat a snack, and <laughs> see you next week.